Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Okay, hello, everybody. We're both here today and just wanted to give you our latest newsletter.、Um, Share a couple highlights from it, expound it maybe just a bit, give some detail as far as what that is, what some of this stuff might mean.、Uh, but in particular, here today, we want to do this because we have a little bit of delay getting the paper version of the newsletter sent out.、Uh, recently, my mother、uh, had to move out of her house, get into a new one, all at the same time,、uh, while at the same time, the newsletter needs to go out. And normally, she would help facilitate that because she's good at printing, cutting. Uh, getting names on envelopes and things like that.、Uh, which, by the way, right, if we need, if you have free time and you're in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area, if you want to give a hand, that would be good.、Uh, you're more than welcome. It's a great way to serve the Lord, you or your little study group,、uh, gospel community group, something like that. If you have it, would be a great way instead of just doing the normal. I know how it is.、Uh, we do a lot of study group stuff, right? And you do the same thing all the time. It can be kind of redundant a little bit, you know, so so. Uh, so, great way to change it up a little bit, keep life exciting, and maybe a few of you gather together and lick stamps, stick them on, fold envelopes, stick them in, that kind of thing. Think about it. If you're willing to do that, you want to do that, and you're in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area, just give us a call, email, something, and we'll point you in the right direction to help、uh, get you involved in that.、Uh, if the Lord would lead you, we're open to it.、Uh, it might be fun for you, too. Uh, anyway, we want to do our newsletter, so here it is. We have it in front of us, right, Jerry? Say something. Yay! Jerry's here, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> If it's just Jesse, we all fall asleep, and that's not good. So we got、uh, Jerry here. She's on a break from milking, right? <laughs> little, little Cornelius is downstairs taking a short nap. Taking、right? a short nap with his grandma. It's Saturday. We, did our, we have a little day off here. Took a nice walk, right? Your mom's here.、Yeah. Fantastic. Nice little outing today. Finally, summertime is coming. Yeah. Little Cornelius liked it too. It was a good time, even though he passed out. But that's good. <laughs> he can pass out while we're walking him on、He、the stroller thing. He's tracking with a stroller. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me get a little background music here. This is、uh, courtesy of Jerry V. Bakai Shrek. A little bit. Hopefully, you can hear that. Let's see. Yeah, it's there. Okay, yeah. Okay, now、uh, let's see. The date of this was May 2016. So, this is basically from when we got back into Italy and then、uh, for the last few months, transitioning and all that kind of stuff. So we'll go ahead and read here.、Uh, greetings in the Lord. We start the newsletter. Rewrite today after having returned from the hospital. Now, as a family of three. Three. One and one makes two. Plus one is three. Two hearts together sometimes <laughs> makes, produces a third, right? <laughs> in this case, it did.、Uh, we are both excited and grateful to the Lord for the gift of our son, Cornelius Calvin Shrek. <laughs> here in Italian, Cornelius is pronounced Cornelius. Mm, sounds like a good strong name.、Uh, so, yes, we're definitely really thankful for him. He's a true gift. And then we write on here also thank you so much for your prayers and support during this time. Jeremy had a very difficult birth experience, but we thank、mm. the Lord for his mercies and graces in keeping her and the baby alive and well. We had a bit of a scare, and if you want to read about it, you can find the story and testimony on our website. It's worth the read. We did give a short update on there, somewhere you can find it on our website. Uh, check it out.、Um, there's still more we want to share about that because it was quite an interesting experience, but、mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to do that now. What do you think, Jerry? Just word, say a word, maybe. What was the birth like for you? What was that day like, real quick? What do you think? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to remember.、Uh, oh, that's very hard, and 
I can explain how was it. And yeah, it's it was long and it was hard. It was long and hard and so difficult. I never thought. What time that, did we go in that day? Was we were there at the hospital. 10 a.m. or nine a.m. Nine a.m. and then for a checkup. Uh huh. And they then they found out that yeah, we said that. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Water break. Water signs break. of the water breaking, I guess. Yeah. And so they said, "Stay. We need to induce you." I yeah. Guess, right? So at twelve o'clock they induced you. Then again at six. Meanwhile, you eat nothing all day long. Yeah, and I was thinking food for food. You were thinking food, yeah. and I was yeah. thinking, uh, let's get this baby out of here. Yeah. All day. You know, I got other things to do. Uh. <laughs> and yeah. uh, then it was about eleven o'clock. The contractions started about six p.m. Then. Yeah. Oh right. my goodness, contractions! I never thought that. So. Strange feeling, hard, difficult, and uh, oh, what's that? A painful feeling, or and, and I don't know. <laughs> Not fun. Not, Not fun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I experienced it. And I don't like to see you in pain, and here I am watching, and nothing I can do uh-huh. really except you know unbearable. Be there, <laughs> no, it's unbearable. But then I we came close to midnight, or, or probably around eleven p.m. I'm thinking, well. This is getting pretty intense, you know. He'll probably be out any minute. And then by midnight, so I guess it'll be the, the day of the 11th of April that he'll be born because it's almost midnight. It's, it's got to be close. And I remember at that point, in came the uh, what we call the midwife here. They call it a ostetrica. She comes in and says, oh, yeah, okay, things are going well. You're progressing good. Uh, but we're just getting started. So it's going to be a long night. Prepare yourselves. And I thought, oh, I thought we were like at the end. But judging how bad the pain was for you, I was like, this guy, we got to be close oh, in here. She no says, we're just way. getting started. <laughs> So that was exciting. I can't wait to push then. I couldn't. <laughs> I was waiting for for yeah. that. So we continued then on past midnight, hour after hour through the night, tired, hungry. At some point, the midwife sent me, hey, why don't you go get a coffee, take a break. I'll watch things for a moment. You know, I said, okay, I guess it's going to be a while longer. No sleep in any time <laughs> in the future. Might as well enjoy myself, get a coffee. So I went upstairs, got one, came back. I don't know how they give birth in America or the Philippines or I don't know how they do it. But here it was quite interesting seeing the, the midwife going because she was birthing three or four women at the same time. One room to the next, just back and forth, giving mm-hmm. a couple of advice, you know, saying, don't do this, do that. And then running to the next room, coming back. It likes to get up. Babies are trying to pull out. People are screaming all over the place. Crazy experience, mm-hmm. wasn't it? But then the bad thing is around 6 a.m. they said uh, the heartbeat of Cornelius, Cornelius is going down. Going down. Jerry V, they have the oxygen mask on her. They actually oh told me goodness. she's out of her mind. You got to tell her what we're saying because she can't hear. She's not. <laughs> she's screaming in pain, crying oh. out for help. No energy left at all. And uh, baby's not doing good. She's not doing good. <laughs> Next thing you know, they say, all right, we got to cut, cut her. Uh, cesarean, we got to cut this open and get this baby out. They throw yeah. me out in the hallway like an animal. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, and I was dark, screaming they through you the corridor. Screaming, giving birth while they're pulling you away. <laughs> Crazy oh, stuff. The baby just me. wasn't coming out. Uh, so I'm in the hallway for an hour wondering what's going on what is God doing and it's one thing if you just go and you're used to this kind of stuff I'm not used to it but it's another thing also when you go and you have like us missionaries so many people praying for a smooth and quick birth and clearly God could have given her a smooth and quick birth so many people asked for it and uh, but he said no so I said well what are you doing Lord if you don't want to do that are you taking my wife are you taking our son are you taking both will I be alone I'm you know everything's going through my mind at this time of the day Apparently, Jervie was thinking the same thing, right? What were you thinking when you were cutting you open? I'm, I started praying for you and for Chi to God will take me away and bring me home. 
at that moment. Yeah, so I pray that for God provide for a good wife for, <laughs> for Jesse and a good stepmom for my son. <laughs> and I prayed for our family, for the salvation of our yeah. families and the ministry See, that I would leave. <laughs> you, were, you thought you were going. You thought the Lord was taking you also. Like, it's not like we were talking about this. I'm, you know, it was a big drastic moment. After. I was like, oh, they, they, they are cutting my, my belly. It's like, oh, I have to pray now. Maybe God will take yeah. me away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the hallway thinking similar things, and then uh, it occurred to me, Lord, you know, just you put such a love in her heart for this baby. Let her live to see this baby mm. grow and become the man you made him to be, etc. And then after an hour or so, just waiting upon the Lord, it was one of those kind of dark moments, not knowing, you know, but submitting my heart to the Lord after a while. Just okay, whatever you want, Lord, is good. I have no right to say anything. You're the boss. You're the Lord. Everything you do is good and right. Whatever you want is fine. A moment later. The lady comes out. Are you the Cornelius's father? I said, I, I am. Is he alive? How's he doing? Yeah. Do you want to hold him? I said, Okay. I held him. He looked at me. I looked at him. <laughs> and the first thing is, the mom. How is she? <laughs> She's doing okay. They're stitching her up. And just a little while, and then you can see her too. What a relief! What an amazing thing! Glory to God. <laughs> very, very dramatic. Very uh, wonderful experience, though. <laughs> but the first thing I said is, when we we're back together, all three of us, I said, uh, next baby, let's adopt him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can handle this again. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Lord knows. Uh, let's move on, though, because this might become really long if we just keep talking. You guys got to come over here and visit us, I think, because otherwise, uh, you know, it's just not the same. Uh, <laughs> you should be the Brit. Brit. <laughs> yeah. Be here for the next birth. Yeah. Uh, all right. Going on here, the letter says, Since our return to Italy in January, we've been thankful to the Lord for his hand upon us during our transition from one mission and church plant to another mission and our next church plant. Uh, we've experienced a wide range of emotions, uh, but the Lord Jesus has consoled our hearts and taken us through it all. Thank you for praying for us during this time and for continuing your faithful and needed support to enable us to fulfill our call, the personal call we have of proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and seeing the Lord plant churches through us in Italy. Truly, we cannot do this without you. Uh, we could say all kinds of things there, but yes, definitely a range of emotions, you know, just sorry, leaving our friends, leaving all we know in missions in Italy. Uh, leaving a church group that's now booming and excited, that's when you want to stay. But knowing at the same time we're called to continue moving forward and planning more and more. Uh, the nervousness of the new stuff, how's that going to go? How's it going to work out? Uh, so many different emotions, but the Lord really did, day by day, moment by moment, consoled our hearts, brought us to tears many times, but confirmed over and over again, it is His idea, not ours, His will, not ours, all this. We're here for Him, we're His servants, end of story. And he is faithful. Mm-hmm. Yes, he carried us through. Amen. And, and he will until the day he returns or takes us home. Mm-hmm. So glory to God for that. Next section, next page, church planting. I'll read this quickly and we'll maybe highlight one or two things and that's it. We are now strategizing and laboring to plant another church in the city called Conegliano in Veneto, Italy. Again, still northeast Italy. Uh, it's about a 30 to 40 minute, 40 minute drive from Pordenone City where we were planting up until now. So where the church is now flourishing. We are laboring with an Italian-speaking Romanian couple named Danny and Zania with, and with the support of another church here in Italy that is established, wanting to reach out and start more churches. Uh, they're behind us to make realize this next church plant. The church has a solid foundation, is active in the church planning network called Acts 29. So solid foundation means they've been around about 18, 19 years, growing in number and maturity, etc. Uh, about 150 people or so. They're actively involved in the Acts 29 network, which started here in Italy about 
three, maybe four years ago, and is continuing to grow year by year, a collaboration of people sharing resources, praying for one another, and seeing the Lord work through them as they humbly submit and serve Him. Uh, so that's exciting, so that's good. Uh, and they've been seeking the Lord prayerfully for a long time to see more churches started, haven't had the ability to do that, and that's where Jesse and Jeremy come in. We bring to the table actual experience in missionary church planning in Italy, having planted in Portanone, also been involved in the one in Udine, uh, and then trained in church planting since 2007 with one of the best gospel preachers and church planners of her day, Brother Sam Spatola. Truly uh, a man of God, gifted in that task. Everyone's got uh, their strong points, their weak points. His strong one is definitely church planting. Very clear vision, knows what he's doing, much experience. Trust is in the Lord, and the Lord works. Uh, he taught us so many great things there, and we're truly thankful for that for him. Uh, by God's grace, next section, we have begun the first gospel community group gathering on Friday nights in the Colneano City at Danny and Zania's home. So that's taken off now since the beginning of the year. People gathering were between usually 6 to 13 people at this point uh, on any given Friday night. We eat, hang out, talk, pray, study scripture, worship, and find ways to serve the people of the city and reach the lost together. Who's leading our worship time, Jerry? Jesse is leading our worship forget time. Forget about it. I've been, I've been doing worship in church for years now with the, with the cajon, the box drum. But now I'm stepping up to the guitar because Jeremy couldn't play with the belly kind of thing. I prefer the cajon, but guitar is also nice. It's necessary. And with Jeremy as my teacher, Holy Spirit, leading and helping, I am actually leading worship and I'm enjoying it to the glory of God. And also I'm leading our Bible studies uh, on those Friday nights. A young Italian man named Italo, that's how you pronounce his name, Italo, is now confessing saving faith in Jesus Christ. And his sister Elisa is being drawn to the Father. God is doing a genuine work there, and we we have nothing we can say about it of our own. Glory to God alone. That's fantastic. Their older brother named Luigi is in, living and working in the city Trieste, about two hours from there, but originally from Conegliano like them. And I saw him last Sunday. I said, hey, just I need to let you know I am praying for you, Luigi. Really? I said... The reason I'm praying for you is because I can see you involved in the church in Colneana in the future, and I'm praying the Lord send you back to Colneana. And he laughed, he joked, and he understood, okay, that might be a reality for him. The Lord could be calling him to be involved. I see a potential uh, future church elder, because he's a mature, good guy, godly man. And uh, anyway, so that's a possibility. Continue to pray for Elisa. She's possibly saved, possibly not at this point, right there at the edge of salvation, continuing to come, study the word, and be impacted and even fear over her of the Lord, which is good. There, these are the first phases, it says here, of what will, Lord willing, become a church plant that changes the city and reaches out to realize more churches. So pray for that. Pray for that effort. Pray for the group. Pray for the people involved. Uh, the truth always remains, right, Jerry, that you can go to Bible study, you can go to church, you can do all kinds of things, and the enemy is really not interested. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if you go to church. He doesn't care if you do Bible study, any of that stuff. But when you start evangelizing, when you start reaching the lost, when you start forming together as a group to plant a church, he stands up. He gets on the edge of his seat, doesn't he? All kinds of tricks, traps, ways to divide, create chaos. It's always present. It's just a reality. Unfortunately, one of those bad things about the call of planting churches. Uh, you just got to learn how to deal with it. You got to get thick skin. You got to be tough. You got to be on your knees constantly praying, fasting, and uh, the Lord protects us. Last point here, in this time we have also been doing our missionary homework of studying the people group of the city, praying for the city, and beginning outreach. Please join us in prayer for daily open doors to proclaim the gospel and for the Holy Spirit to cause heart conversions. Wouldn't it be great, Jerry, if people we had a, a group of people that actually prayed for open doors for us for the gospel every day in that city? 
that will be like part of your prayers for whatever you pray for at home you would add open the doors for Jesse and Jeremy to preach the gospel mm. in that city every day you pray that mm. that would be fantastic I think that's the kind of prayer God wants to answer to think about it guys pray for that for us that would be wonderful uh, last highlights here other highlights let's read this here we have also finished the first phases of the church planners assessment with Acts 29 Italy also known as Impatto Italia that, that was an interesting experience it was good for us to answer a bunch of questions have them examine our life a little bit um, actually it was quite good in the sense that uh, it helped us realize even more clearly how well we have been equipped from the years uh, with our previous mission uh, some of the best perhaps in the world at that task called church planning and we've got to learn directly from them. And now it becomes a little more clear. Wow, we really are more prepared for this task than we than we ever realized. It's quite quite nice. Uh, so we're going through that, which is good. After they review our data, it says here, we will then be meeting with them with the hopes of joining the network in order to align ourselves with a group of other church planners spreading throughout Italy. It's, it's a nice idea, this uh, collaboration with other people like-minded who humble themselves before the Lord, have a good uh, doctrinal distinction that's clear. They understand uh, some of the basic and most important doctrines of Christianity and go in agreement with that, while at the same time remaining loose about secondhand doctrines, secondary things. Uh, so we notice there's definitely an, a great uh, spirit of grace among the people in this network and uh, collaboration. In Italy, unfortunately, there's not much collaboration. Everyone just does his own thing and heck with the others. But there needs to be some more collaboration. It is God-honoring. It is good. And we do learn from each other. We sharpen each other also. So we're excited about that. We pray that works out soon also. Our hope to gain uh, with it from this is the fellowship of others serving in similar contexts and to maintain good collaboration and accountability with our relationships with other planners. Another blessing has been our involvement with a group of church leaders in Northeast Italy that gathered to pray. This is still part of the same group, the Acts 29. Uh, so guys who are leading churches but also involved together to train others and stuff like that. Uh, so there's six or seven of us men that gather together, pray, study, uh, and, and do some strategizing together, holding each other accountable, which is a good thing on the mission field. Accountability is important. Otherwise, people run around loose, doing all kinds of stuff. You can get away with anything. So it's very important that we submit ourselves one to another. Uh, and that's it. Uh, so we, the goal is to see more churches flourishing in our regions, and by God's grace, we will see that. Uh, maybe, Jerry, you can read these prayer requests, and then we'll close out. Prayer requests. Raise to balance family and ministry. Open doors for proclamation of the gospel in Cuneliano City through our gospel sowing efforts in word and deed. Yeah, when, how often should I pray that one? What do you think? Every day. Every day, amen. <laughs> <laughs> she, Jeremy said, if you don't listen to her, shame on you. <laughs> Good. And the heart con- transformation, transformation by the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Every day. Every day. <laughs> it's, it's only He who can change the hearts, right? We New Italian on. converts every day. Every day. <laughs> the, important, the important word here is Italian Can't converts, really, yeah. right? Italian Wait, converts also mm-hmm. is important. Is that the formation of a church? Jesus, when he started the church, he gathered a group of Galilean Jews, just like him. And from them, he took it to the other Jews, and then the Hellenistic Jews, out to the Samaritans, and then from there to the Gentiles. God has a certain strategy for taking things out. A core group needs to be established. In Italy, it's not like America. It's not a whole bunch of people groups put together and stuff like in America. They're Italian, so we got to reach them first. Otherwise, we won't be able to reach uh, anybody. So you got to get the Italians first. So pray for that. Italian converts at this first few years of the church plant. Very important. Grace to balance family ministry. Definitely pray for that every day for us too, right? Yeah. How how did today start? Today, Saturday, we started and uh, we're we're in bed. I'm reading the Bible. Baby Cornelius, who we also call Chi-Chi, by the way. He looks over at me and he vomits all over my leg. Boom. <laughs> like shot it out. My leg's wet. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh, a minute later, and that, 
I think he peed also. It came out of his diaper somehow, and the bed got wet there. After he already peed once through the night, somehow these particular diapers we're using weren't working well, I think. Right? <laughs> so twice in one night he peed, and it came out, and we had to change his clothes too, not just the diaper. In the morning, he vomits on me. Moments later, we change him, etc. Bam, Jeremy holds him, and boom, vomits on her shirt. <laughs> or at least spits up it wasn't quite a vomit but it spits over your shirt I said ah, forget the forget the wipe just use your shirt at this point you know so Aww. to balance all the new family stuff we're going through yeah and the ministry stuff which is intense yeah we need prayer all pray for things, us for that yeah everything is our new we can't get caught up in the family and forget the mission. We can't get caught up in the mission and forget the family. There got to be a balance. So, we've learned well from others how to do that. But you know, learning it well and actually doing it, you know, two different things. Pray for us for that. That'd be great. <laughs> okay, we'll end there, guys. This went a little longer than we hoped, but we did get to give you some good insight and tell you a little bit about the story of the birth. Hopefully, if you haven't had babies already, you're not traumatized and afraid to have them because it is a great experience. But it's a wonderful feeling being a mom, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's, it's I think it's the best thing we've ever done. I mean, <laughs> the best thing we've ever done. I can't done. wait to have another one. Honestly. Oh no! I mean, it's, he's but, so beautiful, just staring at him. He uh, looks at you. It's yeah. a wonderful feeling. It's yeah. God's grace and blessing. Yeah. And Jeremy's doing a great job, guys. It's great very mom. tiring, though, but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You will give your life for it costs your, everything, but yeah. at the same time you don't care because he's just great. Yeah. 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 Amen to that. All right. Well, you guys have our personal invite also. One, you can help out with those newsletters, getting them mailed if you're in that area. If not, pray for someone to show up to help with that. Uh, there is a few friends of ours from Allentown, Pennsylvania, coming this summer for a few days. They're going to help us do some park ministries, some distribution stuff like that. Going forward, we're going to be creating more opportunities for you to come and get involved personally, uh, doing services here with us, doing evangelism or sewing, outreaches. We're going to set up a bunch of different ways that you guys can get involved in that. And if you have that inclination, we'll just sow the seed now, that the Lord could be calling you also to full-time missions, to learning how to do church planning. Keep in mind that you will have opportunities with us in the future, okay? Uh, We're just going to say that, leave it there. But we're making some ways for that can become a possibility for you also. Uh, and if you're a pastor or leader of your church, keep that in mind also for the younger guys who are looking to get involved somewhere. Uh, Italy is a great need. There's much to do here. Hardly anybody coming to do anything. Uh, but we can do great things with the Lord behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And uh, I'll stop there. Otherwise, I'll just keep going and going. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> Love you guys. We'll be, you'll be hearing from us again soon. Yeah. Send us a message. Send us a note once in a while if you think of us too. It's always encouraging to hear from you guys. We love you. God we bless love you. you. We love you. And ciao, ciao. Bless you. Ciao, ciao. Till the next time. Ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.